Hello, curious echoes. This is Celine, and I brought you today another nerdy topic. What is in your mind? If I were to be asked, who am I? I'm Celine. If I were to be asked, what is Celine? I'd describe it as a thing, watching the world through my eyeballs, having control over a physical body, making choices. This awareness that I am experiencing live is called consciousness. The definition of consciousness is absolute, simply the perception of things around you. The mind, however, is what we differ to define. Its concept can differ if defined by different fields, psychology, neurology, religions and cognitive science. What we are to grasp today is the neurology and psychology in it, and some different disorders that occur in one's neurological system. Neuroscience studies the nervous system, the physical basis of the mind. Neuroscientists investigate how biological neural networks form and physiologically interact to produce mental function, like reflexes and emotional reflexes and interactions with the world. Focusing on the brain, the 1.3 kilogram jelly organ that lays in each one's skull is by far the most complex part of any living body that owns one. Neuroscience happened to be the last of biology disciplines, after we recognize the functions of the lungs, the heart, the kidneys and all, we still are barely scratching the surface of how the brain works, said Dr. John H. The brains are complex enough to understand advanced cosmology, to solve the last of mathematical equations, to define lots of what we witness of phenomenals, but it somehow seems like it is not complex enough yet to understand its own self. Now the brain is the center of the nervous system, coordinates the movements, thoughts and feelings. The mind, however, refers to a person's understanding of things. The word mind also refers to a person's thought process. The brain makes the organ we can find and see. The mind, however, is the process of consciousness, a mystery we yet did not come to fully solve. The nervous system is a precise physiology. If something in it goes wrong, it shows superficially as troubles moving, seeing, breathing, shows as physical symptoms on your body. It also can show as changes in your memory, senses, or in your mood, influencing psychological disorders. Furthermore, many neurotransmitters may be involved, since altered levels of dopamine, the pleasure hormone, serotonin, also called the happiness hormone, glutamate, responsible of learning and memory, and GABA of a calming effect, have been observed in the brains of individuals with schizophrenia. The same neurotransmitters have been linked to depression, meaning that it is possible for imbalances to contribute towards both illnesses. In biological explanations for psychological disorders, Genetic factors are also considered, since certain genes may lead to particular vulnerabilities that increase the likelihood of experiencing a psychological disorder. In this way, genetic factors may act as a risk factor that interacts with other environmental or biological factors to trigger the onset of a psychiatric illness. Though neurological malfunctions have a hand in psychological disorders, Environments influence disorders as well, includes childhood experiences such as physical, sexual and emotional abuse, 
which may lead to the development of personality disorders in adulthood. Therefore, social stresses such as poverty can be linked with depression, meaning that socioeconomic conditions may play an important role in the prevalence of psychological disorders. Although there is no single explanation for each individual developing a mental health condition, certain biological and environmental risk factors work together to increase the likelihood of becoming unwell. For example, different variants of genes which code for enzymes involved in metabolizing tryptophan and amino acid found in certain foods are linked with the development of depression when combined with stressful life events. Similarly, it has been noticed that bacteria in the gut may contribute towards the development of psychological disorders. This is due to bacterial components being able to interact with cells in the brain, which can lead to changes in the mood and behaviours. This research into how environmental factors influence mental health clearly demonstrates that there are various ways that psychological disorders can develop. Psychological disorders often result in abnormal thoughts, feelings, reactions and behaviours which significantly impact upon everyday functioning. But you ask, why is it important to know all that? Well, dear listener, depression, obsessive-compulsive disorder, also known as OCD, social phobia, known as social anxiety, panic disorders, post-traumatic stress disorders, and anxiety are some mental illnesses that affect approximately 15% of the population in the US, according to the National Institute of Health and Clinical Excellence. Such cases can and do affect one's productivity and general life. A depressed person, for example, would find difficulties doing simple tasks like getting out of bed and taking showers. A schizophrenic person wouldn't be able to focus on a task due to hallucinations distracting them. So and so, the solution to help is treatment, of which depends on the type of illness, its level of development and the way of life of the patient. In cases of extreme mental severity, for example schizophrenia, a team approach is appropriate. This ensures that all psychiatric, medical and social needs of the patient are met. The treatment methods are medications, psychotherapy and other treatments that include brain stimulation treatments, hospitalization and resident treatment programs. Medications prescripted include antidepressants, mood stabilizers, anti-anxiety and antipsychotic medications. But unfortunately, the psychiatric medications do not cure the illness completely, but may help to increase the effectiveness of other treatments like psychotherapy. Medications temporarily treat symptoms of the disorders. Some medications take a few weeks to work, and sometimes a medication's side effect may start before its benefits. Patients also may have to try more than one medication before they get the right fit, but many people find it worth the wait. Antipsychotics help reduce or in some cases eliminate hearing unwanted voices or having fearful thoughts. They can promote thinking clearly, staying focused on reality and feeling organized and calm. 
They also can help you sleep better and communicate more effectively. Antidepressants help reduce feelings of sadness, low mood and suicidal thoughts as well. However, they do not make the patient happy as people think or change their personalities. Mood stabilizers, on the other hand, tend to keep the patient's mood average and protect them from extremes of high or low moods, also used to treat seasonal depression and the regular one as well. These medications, also called psychoactive drugs, work by simply adjusting specific chemicals in the brain, the hormones we crossed earlier. Psychotherapy, on the other hand, explores thoughts, feelings and behaviours and seek to improve an individual's well-being. It consists of sessions of conversations provided by a trained mental health professional and in the main treatment of psychological disorders associated with medications. Well now, after knowing all that, where is the fun if we don't define some common disorders? Starting by schizophrenia. Schizophrenia is a psychological illness which is characterized by auditory hallucinations and severe disturbance in moods, behaviors and thoughts. Different researches conducted have been not able to study what exactly causes the illness. There are those who show one characteristic and move on well in normal life, while others can express combined characteristic and are not able to function independently. They struggle with auditory and visual hallucinations. The major symptoms of the illness are odd or slightly bizarre and change in thinking, talking. There is a feeling of anxiety and confusion and distorted perception of reality. Depression is another disorder which affects people psychologically. It is a state of low mood and aversion and activity. An individual suffering from this problem experiences a state of sadness, helplessness and hopelessness. Depression is caused by lack of social support, stressful life, material or relationship problems, early childhood trauma or abuse and other psychological problems. The psychological functioning of an individual is affected. This is a treatable mood disorder. It can be treated by use of antidepressants, talk therapy, counseling, etc. The last disorder we are going to talk about is my favorite. Bipolar disorder is a brain disorder that causes unusual shifts in mood, energy, activity level, and also the performance of the day-to-day -day activities. The symptoms that arise out of the problem can cause damaged relationships, poor school or job performance, and also can cause suicide. The disorder can start during childhood or on at later stages of life. This is a psychological problem that can be treated. The physician can conduct examinations and therapies. Family history is very necessary during therapies so that the correct diagnosis is carried out. So I am so excited personally to read more about neuropsychology. I hope you feel the same. However, I want to point out that psychology is no exact science. It has different schools with different opinions and ways to treat each disorder. What is also interesting about the field is that there is no manual work to treat every personal case. Each case is different for everyone. Each patient 
experiences a disorder in a different way. A pattern is always present, sure, yes, but no two patients struggle the same. It is also an undevelopment field. Psychologists and neurologists discover new things about the human mind every while. To me, this is what keeps it exciting. Here we reach the end of the podcast, Echoes. I hope it was an efficient dose of knowledge today, and I hope you got lost in the echo.